Amen. Heaven and earth shall pass away. But God said, and you know it's what I like about it, it's about what God said. And God said, but my word shall remain forever. So if those that are called by his name can get a grasp on that, that the word of God is going to last forever, we ought to be found ourselves wrapped up in his word. Amen. We ought to be want to be kept by thee forever. Amen. Instead of the temporary. I have a, I'm on, I'm on, I don't know how I'm going to be doing this. I might be jumping hither, thither now until I get through with this here tonight. But I'm going to start off in John chapter 15. John get to my King James Version. Are we there? Let's begin reading with the first verse. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband. In other words, he's the dresser. Every branch, now here's the part we've been missing. It said, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he take it away. Now, guess what? He's not talking about the folks out in the world. He's talking about them in the church. Because he made a statement that uh, every branch in me. So that's, that's, guess what? At some point you had to be connected. At some point you had to have some type of knowledge. Amen. In order for you to be in him. He that bears not fruit is taken away. And every branch that bears fruit, he purge it that it may bring forth more fruit. So guess what? That tells me you had to be at one point or another connected. You had to be connected to the vine in order for you to be a branch. And then he said if you was that branch that didn't bring forth fruit, you was taken away. You wasn't purged. You was taken away. You wasn't pruned. You was taken away. And taken away means you were servant. You was cut off. So guess what? That tells you something else too. Once saved, always saved is a lie. Because if you can be cut off here, ain't no one saved, always saved. Come on somebody. Once saved, if you live according to his word, then you will be pruned, you will be purged, that you can bring forth spiritual fruit. This fruit is, it's got to be spiritual fruit. 
That makes sense? Now you are clean. Through what? Oh, so it's the word of God that's going to clean us. So then, if we don't adhere to the word of God, if we don't take the word of God at heart, so then that tells me we cannot be clean. Because it's the word of God that it says, you are clean through the words which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Except it abide in the vine. No more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him. The same bring forth much fruit. For, for without me you can do nothing. Six verses and we're going to stop there for a minute. If a man abided not in me. He is cast forth as a branch. And is withered. And men gather them and cast them in a what? Oh, so that means you're going to burn up. Hmm. Sound like destruction to me. Huh? Sound like the end of life to me. Come on now. Sound like you some kindles, you some wood now. Because you're going to be thrown in the fire. And he said, and they are burned. Anybody know that anybody getting burnt up or uh, survived to live? Hmm. You get caught in the house fire and don't get out, you what? Thank you, ma'am. I am the real band. And my father is the garner. Every branch which is a part of me. Did y'all hear that? This is, the, this is the Jewish transition. Every branch which is a part of me. See, he's not talking about outside. Outside influence. He's talking about those that has confessed that they know and believe in Jesus Christ following the word of salvation, that's the way that you abide in him. That's how you be a part of him, which is a part of me, but fails to bear fruit. Look here. Don't you get settled in your heart and in your mind to just sit in the church and do nothing. Don't get it settled in your mind that once you Get in the church and you it's just time for you to sit down and have no absolute fruit. You is fooling yourself. You are in the kingdom. The fruits that you used to have was in the world. Now you got to change fruits. You got to change trees that you're eating off of now. Come on, somebody. If you fail to bear fruits, he cuts you off. Wow, so many folks that got cut off from God and wish they, wish, wish they could have, would have been able to get back. But unless in God allow them to get back, they can't get back. And it's a strong possibility they've been cut off. Mm. 
Now, you got to understand, this is Jesus saying what he going to do. You going to be cut off. And he said, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes it so that you may bear more fruit. So that you can get more spiritual than you really are. You can get more wisdom. You can get more understanding. You can get more strength in the Holy Ghost. Right now, because of the words which I have spoken to you, you are pruned. Every time that you come to the house of God and hear the word of God, the word of God come forth to prune you, to cut off the excess. Come on, somebody. To get rid of the stuff that you really don't need in order for you to grow more. Amen. I'm constantly having to prune my trees all the time, and every time I prune them, the more them come up. Can't kill them up. Can't kill them. Can't get them. <laughs> Every time I prune the tree, I look down at the root and some more new sprouts coming up constantly. And this is what God wants out of our life. He wants us to constantly be blossoming, constantly be putting on more fruit, constantly getting more strength in him, constantly getting more spiritual minded in him. That's why he prunes us. Hmm. That all of our thinking is not carnality. Amen. So, he said, stay united with me as I will with you. Huh. Oh. We want God to stay hooked up to us. But we want to choose when we hooked up with him. We only want to hook up with God when things are going bad. Come on, somebody. But, but in the meantime, all the good time that you have, you want all of that to yourself. You don't want to share that with God. Why? Because you're selfish. You don't want to share your good times with him. You just want to share your bad times with him. Because we find out that that's the only time we're really calling on him. It's when bad times hit. But he said, if you stay united with me, I will stay united with you. For just as the branch cannot put forth fruit by itself apart from the vine... So you can't bear fruit apart from me. You can look at how many, so many folks that think that they are, uh, they, they, they are spiritual apart from God. Huh? Come on, somebody. And all they is is in a mind of deception. They fooling themselves because they know a couple of scriptures. Amen. Jesus said, I'm the vine, you're the branches. Those who stay united with me and I with them are the ones who bear much fruit. Oh, so then the pastor was right that the man of God has a right to be a fruit inspector. Huh? Because he's supposed to examine what type of fruit that you're bringing into the house of God. Hmm. How is your life growing or flourishing 
connecting to divine before God savor you. Ooh. You know, that tells me that we still can sit in the house of God and still be lost. Huh? By his word. 
You cannot trust and depend and abide in Christ outside of his word. So the word plays a very, very important part of a saint's life. A saint ain't got a life is it outside of the word of God. Hmm. A saint can't get no strength outside of the word of God. When you got on this side of salvation, everything about your life is based on the word of God. But we constantly try to live outside of the word of God and still claims Christianity. We got to change that. We got to realize where we are. We got to realize what's really, really, really going on. That I got to get all the way in the word of God because he said, if I abide in his word, I can ask what I will and it shall be done unto me. Hmm. Kind of one makes you wonder why prayers ain't being now. Hmm. Come on, somebody. Kind of makes you wonder why you don't know what to ask God for. Because there's a lot of times we don't know what to ask God for. You know why? Because we are not spiritual minded. So we always ask God according to our flesh. Mm. Nobody asking God for spiritual growth. Nobody asking God for insight of his word. Come on, somebody. Nobody asking God. God, your word said that after I receive the Holy Ghost, I shall receive power. Nobody asking God. God, why is not the power working in my life like your scripture said so that God can give you the answer? Hmm. But no, we want God always to give us the car, the house, the chicken, and the crow. And sometimes the car won't go. Instead of really going after the goods of God. Saints, it's a time that we got to go after the goods of God. Huh? And God is talking about the treasures that he have up in heaven. And we don't never, when did the last time we be asking God for the treasures that he have in heaven? We always want what's down here. Amen. That's something to think about. Your life is full of what you want down here. And never for what is up in heaven. But that's the place that you say you, you're going. But you ain't going to have no treasures up there. Oh. You mean to tell me that you're going to have a bank account in heaven that's going to set insufficient funds? Because you didn't seek the thing that was above? Wow. Wow. And the people of God 
folks out there. But the people of God that know their God don't seek the things that are above. It ain't going to be God's fault because the heaven is full of them. Amen. Well, verse 8 says, Here is my Father glorified that you bear. God is pleased when you bear much fruit. He's not talking about you going and pulling off watermelons off the vine and peaches off the trees. He's talking about the fruits of your life. The fruits of the spirit. Because God is a spirit. And them that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So guess what? Your life must be must contain some spiritual growth. Mm. Those are the fruits that God is looking for out of you and I. He get glorified by our spiritual growth. And then he said, then Jesus said, and when God see that, so shall you be my disciple. Then you're going to represent me. So we have to ask ourselves, is our life representing Jesus Christ? Hmm. Do they really know, when they see me, do they really know who I belong to? Hmm. Or do they see me acting a fool just like them? That they can't determine who I belong to. Huh? You know what I found now? When you belong to God, and you have the fruits of God's labor in you, nobody have to ask you nothing. They look at you, and they can tell there's something about you. I can imagine that the pastor ran into a whole lot of folks that just come up and ask you, some more kind of you got some wild fruits that's showing come on somebody and guess what it, 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 and it should it should be something that 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 that, that comes and fits you huh that you're not ashamed of hmm instead of you trying to mix and mingle and be like the world that nobody can identify who you really is. 
Oh. Hmm. Sound like a spy in the camp. Double agent. Huh? Saved on Sunday and don't know who you belong to on Monday. But look what Jesus said. As the Father had loved me, so have I loved you. But get what he said. Continue you in my love. How you going to continue in his love? If you keep my commandment, you shall abide in my love. Even as I have kept my Father's commandment and abided in his love. Jesus said, if I had to walk by the word of God, guess what? You got to walk by it too. Oh, hmm. He telling us that he didn't do, he ain't asking us to do nothing that he didn't do. And we're supposed to be a follower of his. Am I right? So then we should pattern ourselves after him. Right? So the only way that we're going to pattern ourselves after him, we have to stay in this book and find out Every turn that he took and everything that he did and said, mm, now I know what I need to do. If you don't get into this here and find out what you need to do, that's why we can't walk like we should. Because we don't stay in the word enough. It ain't enough to just stay in it on Wednesday. Hmm. Man. You know why I said that? I went back and read some stuff that I had already read previously in my life, and it really just didn't hit me like a ton of bricks until I read and read it again. And that was in the book of Jeremiah. You read the book of Jeremiah, God ain't playing. If God wasn't playing with Israel, he ain't playing with you either. Huh? If he pronounced doom on Israel, he gonna pronounce doom on you too. Come on, somebody. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you, that your joy might be full. So we ain't really got no joy unless we are in Jesus Christ. We ain't got no real joy. You got temporary joy when you get your joy from what you receive out of the world. You know, somebody, some folks they ain't happy letting they get checked. Uh, as soon as the check is gone, they sad again. <laughs> All my money gone. Huh? Guess what? Then waiting on the first of the month again, get happy again. If you can't get happy with one day out of a month, you, you ain't got no joy. Come on, somebody. You've been hoodwinked. Is that the only time you got some joy? When you got a couple of dollars, in, and guess what? And what you have really don't amount to a whole lot. If it did, you wouldn't be waiting till the first of the month to come back around again. Uh-oh. Huh? So we have to put more value on our joy in Christ up rather than putting all our joy in things. Hmm. Why you say that? 
just how fast your life can leave. So saints, it's time for us to get wrapped up and tied up in the word of God because it's the only way we're going to survive. said this is my commandment that you love one another yet still we still the church still have a problem with that that we have not yet perfected that genuine love amen he said as I have loved you now when you think about what Jesus said then Love one another as I have loved you. He loved you unconditional. Huh? He loved you when you didn't love him. But he still loved you. Amen. Huh? He put up with your mess after you even found out about him. But he still loved you. Amen. Come on, somebody. Because guess what? Ain't now one of us in here done crossed every, dotted every I and crossed every T after we came to know Jesus Christ. But yet still, he loved us. And he said, now I need you to take that love that I showed you and show it to somebody else. Hmm. Boy. And we be saying, oh, that's that's the rough part there. Because, <laughs> Lord, I run into some folks that's unlovable. But he said, you know what he's saying? So will you. <laughs> but I love you in spite of. Until I can change your life. Amen. Mm, truth in the Go to John 17. Verses uh, 12, but we're going to start at verse 11. No, we're going to start at verse 9. Let's read, please. I pray for them. I pray not for the work. Oh, pastor, you mean to tell me even Jesus knew the one that he needed to pray for? We try to pray for everybody in the world. Save them, Lord, save them. 
and neglect praying for one another. Ooh. Hmm. My Lord. Because the pastor has said it so many times, and I don't know whether we really, really, really get it. If they don't want God, God don't want you. If they don't show God something, God ain't got nothing to show them. You had to show them something. I had to show them something. We in John 17. So guess what? All them outside folks that you praying for, they got to show him something too. You can pray till you get blue in the face for them. You just going to be almost out of breath, that's all. <laughs> he said, for I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. Huh? You that came to know Jesus Christ is the one that Jesus constantly intervened for. Huh? When you even get crazy, Jesus stand in the gap for you. Come on, somebody. When you be about to lose it, Jesus intercedes for you. How many times on this side of salvation that we done almost lost it and Jesus had to intercede for us? Why? Right. Because he said, they are If he hadn't interceded, things would have been a lot worse than what they were. And you'd have been in a lot more trouble than what you were. But he gave you a way of escape. Hmm. Come on, somebody. Because you can't tell me that every now and then when it gets hot, that old man of you don't pop up and you want to get like Ali. You want to, come on somebody. You want to, you want to think you eyes Mike Tyson. Uh, you ready to go to war. Not spiritual war, but you ready to go to Fiskaka. Dr. Marshall. <laughs> And Jesus had to step in the way and calm you down. Down he rode. Better thank God for your intercessor. Come on, somebody. Jesus started telling God, I'm trying to get them now. Huh? God, I found, Jesus probably saying, God, I found out that the job ain't over with. I still got to get them now. Come on now. Tenth verse said, And all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified. Oh, he got to be glorified in you. 
talking, I know at this particular scripture he was talking about his disciples that he chose, but guess what? We're supposed to be his disciples as well. Hmm? So if he had to be glorified in them, he's got to be glorified in you. Come on, somebody. But what I say to one, I say to all. Amen. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through, keep them through thine own name, those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. You might be in the world, but you can't continue to be part of it. There's got to be a level of separation. Huh? Come on, somebody. Uh, God knows that you got a nine to five, but you don't have to hang out after the five. Huh? <laughs> we do the nine to five, then they want us to hang out after the nine to five. Come on now. You, do, you go and do your course of living, and then you get up out of there. Amen. Ain't no happy hour for a saint. A saint happy hour is every day, all day. Huh? Ain't the joy of the Lord. That's your happy hour. Come on now. Huh? If you got to get juiced up to be a happy hour, guess what? You done crossed back over. My Lord. Huh? Bro, if I got to do that to fill it, <laughs> let me get another one. <laughs> mm, yeah, I feel it coming on now. You don't cross back over. You don't remember the stuff that you used to do and gone back to doing it. Come on, somebody. In your happy hours. <laughs> While I was with them in the world, I kept them in thy name. Now you got to establish the fact that Jesus said, I came in the name of the Lord. I came in my Father's name. So guess what? If he came in his Father's name, you got to be kept in the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, somebody. Say, so I kept them in thy name. Is that what he said? Hmm. And those that thou gave me, I have kept. And none of them is lost, but the sign of perdition, that the scriptures may be fulfilled. Now, you have to make a choice there. You got to make a choice whether or not you want the spirit of Judas Iscariot or the spirit of of Jesus Christ. You got a choice to make. Because guess what? That tells me that you still can't be lost. He was a county, he was counted amongst the twelve, yet he was lost. He came to his destruction. Hmm. 
You remember I told you about the folks that were in Kentucky that probably some of them wanted to commit suicide? Judas Iscariot, he committed suicide. He went and hung himself. Hmm. Yeah, you said, well, how the world somebody that was with Jesus go and hang himself? All you got to do is get out of the word of God. You subject to anything. All kind of crazy stuff runs through your mind. And guess what? The devil gives you a whole vocabulary of crazy stuff in your mind when you get out of Jesus Christ. Because you become an open grave. And he don't try to get you in any way he can. Any means necessary. We don't know this rascal that we playing with. That's why we got to stay in the word of God. Because guess what? Rome. He knows exactly what to feed our flesh. Huh? He knows exactly what bait to put on the hook. Roll one of them fishes. Huh? Reel you right on in. Huh? Reel you in and put you in the frying pan. <laughs> Ain't that right, Junior? So he said that the scripture, uh uh, did y'all get that one? That the scripture might be fulfilled, that the scriptures will come to pass. Because God's word will not come back to him void. If God said there was going to be one that was going to deceive him, it had to have been somebody. It didn't have to be Judas, but it had to have been one of them. Judas was the one that let it get in his heart. So that's why you got to guard your heart with all diligence. Because out of it flows the issues of life. So with it in mind, somebody is going to fail in serving God, yep. but it don't have to be the you. Yes, sir. That's right, sir. It do not have to be us. And you can see that in what's going on in the world today. Folks in the church falling out from serving God. Because they're serving themselves. But it don't have to be us. Huh? And you know what? And since it don't have to be us, me, you, and everybody in the room got to learn how to box their own self. Sometimes you got to knock your own self out. Huh? Come on, somebody. You got to hit yourself. Tell you, I can't do that. Huh? 
And you got to be, you, and, and most of all, you got to be able to tell yourself, I can't do that because God is watching. There's another picture there. Jesus was, uh, the Holy Ghost wasn't given because Jesus was there, but by even Jesus being there, Judas still did it. Yep. And so even with the, us having the Holy Ghost, God is not going to stop you from leaving. No, you're not. He's not. He'll walk, look at you, walk away from him. But you know there's something else about that, God right there. I mean, amen. God was there. So scary, it's easy right now. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing coming to threaten our lives, nothing coming to 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 kill us, and we still can't serve God right. Now can you imagine? Now if you can't do it while it's easy, how are you gonna do it when it gets hard? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And and and, and uh, better better open your eyes, see what's going on in the world. China cranking it up a notch. They done start surrounding. Uh, who is it? They surrounding. Uh, uh, no. Uh, power power. It could also be trying to draw America into a battle because all of these are friends of America. And America made a statement that they they don't have enough folks volunteering for war, so they're going to eventually have to start back the draft. Drafting. Oh, the draft is coming. 
We got too many. We got too much happening abroad and around the nation. The draft is coming. Oh yes, I can see that in the making. You can see that in the making. The draft is coming. Yes, sir. The 13th verse says, And now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves. I have given them that what? Oh, so you need the word given to you. Huh? You need to eat as much of God's word as you possibly can. Amen. And all you can't eat, you need to can it. Come on, somebody. I have given them thy word, and the world have hated them, because they are not of the world, even as I why you keep staying so close to the world as possible then? Hmm? We stay so close to the world that you cannot distinguish the difference. Amen. I pray not that thou should take them out of the world, but they should keep them from the evil. If you stay close to the world, you're going to get mixed up with the evil. Ain't no way you can get around it. Huh? You're going to get wrapped up and tangled up with them. Amen. And guess what? And then you're going to be out of place. And then the devil going to make sure that they know you out of place. That's supposed to be a Christian. That's the very first thing they're going to say about you and I. you supposed to be a Christian. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Oh, here the pride comes. Sanctify them through thy truth. The word of God is what sanctifies you. We can't get nothing from God or walk like God without the word of God. It is the word of God that's going to sanctify us. Sanctify them through thy truth, for thy word is true. Hmm. As Thou hast sent me into the world, even so I also send them into the world. And for their sake I sanctified myself, that they also may be sanctified. Oh, sanctified. Hmm. Not looking from the outside, but from the inside. And let the inside dress the outside. Come on, somebody. What we like to do is sanctify the outside and leave the inside like dead men's bones. Mm -hmm. 
But if we sanctify the inside, the outside is going to follow suit. Come on, somebody. Amen. That means Lamont, I'm going to dress like I belong to God. Huh? Uh, uh, not because I need to look to you to belong to God. I need to look to myself that I belong to God. Y'all understand? You got to look to yourself that you belong to God. Amen. I got to be satisfied with my self-role that my appearance to God is favorable. Amen. Yes, sir. Saints, now they don't think about that. Because we now we're trying to identify so much with the world and the sinners that we have taken over not only their 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 attitude but also their personality and their dress code and everything else. Mm -hmm. And 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 we're trying to and then trying to push it down the throat or the face of folks that. Uh, the other uh, church, let me say the church, uh -huh. because you want to wear a yellow wig. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, you, you, say, you, you, you were saying? Yeah. No, 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 like, like, you know, that's what the world is doing. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the, the when, especially when you look at the Old Testament and, and other things, when he was telling us, Make a difference between the clean the, and unclean, the clean and unclean, and the the uh, the uh, uh, Gentile nations and the and the nation of Israel. They were supposed to make a difference. Yes. Yes, sir. And that's what the problem is. The Jewish book said. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Set them apart for holiness by means of the truth. For your word is true. Just as you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. On their behalf, I set myself apart for holiness so that they too may be set apart for holiness by means of the truth. So, you know, we got to be either one way or the other. We got to be in God's truth in order to be in holiness. Because you can't be in holiness without the truth. <laughs> A lot of folks is proclaiming to be in holiness, but not in the truth. So therefore, you're really not, not according to the scripture. Because the truth is what's going to make you what? In holiness. Oh, why? Because the Bible said, God said that, I be ye holy, for I am holy. And God is the truth of his word. So in order for us to be in holiness, 
we have to be in the truth. And to be in the truth, I ain't talking about reading it. I'm talking about we got to live it. Does that make sense? So we got to be consecrated. We got to be separated. And that's where we got a problem right there. The separation. We have a problem with the separation because guess what? Uh, I got to come down the street. We have a problem with the separation because you got to hang out with your kids. But your kids folks don't want God. But yet kids you get God, that's your blood. Oh, you changed bloodline. Jesus Christ now is your bloodline. Drop them like they hot. Because guess what? They are affecting your spirit. And you don't know what kind of spirit you're picking up with them. You just don't know. They're your blood, but they're bringing some, some, some spirits your way. And you wonder why you can't sleep at night. Elder. Yes, sir. And not only that, when you look at... Uh, a lot of the uh, uh, outside organizations and community for the Muslim, not Muslim, but pre, uh, 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 the Masons, the Eastern Stars, and they got others, is recommended that you be part of a church. Uh -huh. And uh, you have to have some kind of affiliation with the church, but they don't promote or help. Uh, a sanctified lifestyle. Once you get in there, they it is uh, you. Uh, it's an ungodly lifestyle. Uh -huh. And so even that with that, uh, saints have to be very careful. Absolutely. Even in even in some of the the jobs and things that we get, yeah. they don't promote holiness. And when they don't promote holiness, that it put us in danger. Yes, sir. Of missing out on God when He comes, so I mean, there's, so there's a whole lot of stuff that we we need to be thinking about, because a lot of our jobs don't don't want us to be right and do right. Absolutely. I'm glad you made. I'm glad you made mention because I got a scenario. What saint? Of, what do a saint of God doing going and putting in the application to work at who 